Welcome to the NVG or Nerdy Video Game Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, as Will just pointed out, the not very good podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I am one of your hosts, David, and this is my co-host, Will. How are you doing today, Will? <laughs> it actually sounded like really good. So. Yeah. Really good. Really <laughs> good. Uh, so last week we talked about time travel and we are actually going to talk about some more time travel and media mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about time travel and media again. Because there's a lot of time travel stuff to talk about and if we put it all in one episode. I feel like you might get like a little overload, at least if we space it out and then we talk a little bit about yeah. more paradoxes and things and then, yeah. And as we said, time travel is a dense subject dense. in general dense like a like a like a neutron star or like a like a like a white dwarf yeah what a good segue so uh I are you serious to, yeah <laughs> okay so last week uh i talked about an article that nasa 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 uh, <laughs> or, or it's just an article that uh, came from nasa or whatever and i guess there's a, a black hole that's kind of like teetering or whatever and uh it's so there's three there's three parts to the space time mm-hmm. or matter or something like that. The okay. Space okay. matter. I don't know what it is. But then one, the fourth part is actually time. And those four things combined makes space time. Something like that. Okay. But this black hole, the way it's teetering is actually like separating those supposedly. I don't really know how they know this. Uh, but in the article, they were trying to talk about how, um, and this is like Einstein's theory on relativity and all that and he's talking about how since there's so much gravity i'm sorry the fact that you said and all that as if it's simple it's so simple dude no okay (laughs) but continue sorry (laughs) so essentially uh and and well they just took a picture of a black hole recently which is also fascinating to prove his theory or in in proof of his theory about they wanted to know where sauron was of course and they found him yeah right there black hole right there um and so the gravitational pull is like just so intense in that space mm-hmm. and uh, actually time operates different in that area, especially if, uh, as Einstein says, if you're going at the speed of light, uh, everything around you is going to um, progress through time at a different rate. So, so what you're saying is that when you're traveling at the speed of light, you actually are creating like a bubble of time around you. I believe so. Okay, sorry. I'm trying to. I'm trying to make it like uh, what I'm hearing from you. I'm trying to simplify it mm-hmm. because you're definitely starting to say a lot of things really quickly. And I. And I That's don't... not simple. I mean, I don't know what I'm talking about, but continue. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. Oh. So anyway, I mean, it so... seems it seems almost kind of weirdly common sense, kind of like when once you say it out loud, you're like, oh yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I'm moving um, faster than the, the, the things. Okay, well, cool. they're, they're trying to say like, oh, is, you know, black hole could be the the way for time travel, and which is even before that, I'd heard people say that's what a black hole is. It's or traveling to between dimensions or whatever. Yeah, when they can when they can call them wormholes because they think about because the because everything gravity time matter or not time gravity light matter and everything they operate on 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 under different principles in in the presence of a black hole and so they were saying what if it 
uh, what if in a black hole you're able to like bend matter over itself and if you're able to bend matter and light over itself does that mean you'd be able to bend like reality in itself and then if you bend reality um, the common illustration is taking a piece of paper folding it in half and going from one um, side of that paper to the other it means that like if you bend reality in half you could essentially walk through to the others back in reality because now the time time has been folded mm-hmm. on itself or whatever which I, I think is pretty cool but yeah that's pretty cool so i was going to save this to we her. really started off with like the heaviest thing we could think of <laughs> yeah way to go man uh, we, well, we should give him like calculations and, and formulas <laughs> m equals mc squared you already got it wrong e equals mc squared oh so it's mass does not equal that i don't even know if m is for mass i'm assuming anyway it doesn't really matter we should move past that Ma- uh, uh, energy equals mass times will the is incapable of moving past that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I was actually going to save this for the uh, Avengers uh, podcast, but uh, we should. Well, no, it's you already said wormhole, so I'm going to say okay. it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what another name for a wormhole is? A hole for worms. It is an Einstein Rosen bridge. <gasps> Heimdall. Yeah, the rainbow the, bridge the um bifrost the rainbow bridge yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no it's the bifrost it's rainbow sorry. bridge is different than the bifrost oh the rainbow bridge is outside of the bifrost yeah. okay sorry. but uh I, I just thought that was interesting because uh i mean in a way they they kind of claimed i mean it's the same thing they could have said wormhole but mm-hmm. then they said einstein rosen bridge because it's nobody's really heard that yeah but it's kind of uh in the, or what do you call it uh uh the boom tubes from from dc that uh, uh, that cyborg can open. They're kind of like uh, they allow them, like him to transport large distances and stuff. But it's just a wormhole. It's just a wormhole. Well, I mean, they actually used a, a legit word. I don't, I don't know what is, what is it called. It. They call it a boom tube. A boom tube. Yeah, a boom tube, like a tube of boom. Yeah, I know a boom tube. A boom tube. <laughs> Sounds um, kind of funny. But uh, it's the pa- one of the powers he gets from the or one of the. Uh, like technological advances he gets yeah, from the mother box powers well no, the mother box is like super advanced technology and so it allows him to open up boom tubes to transport things b o o m tube t u b e yeah the boom tube it's like a boom box but it's a boom tube like it's a, a music playing tv or something no oh. it's a wormhole t- a boom tube it's a wormhole okay whatever anyways sorry continue <laughs> Um, science. <laughs> we should do that after every time. Science. <laughs> uh, so I guess I should. Uh, I'll talk about some of the things we're going to talk about today. Ooh. Uh, we're going to talk about um. Anyway, time travel and media. Uh, we're going to talk about communication from the future, uh, precognition, immortality, time war, time slip, time tourism, and something. I don't really know if this is something, but I just called it straight line time travel. Okay. And then uh, time compression. And then we're going to talk about a couple more paradoxes. Okay. And so one of the first, the first uh, one I want to talk about is the, is the communication from the future. And essentially that is, it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, you're just chilling. Your phone goes off and then they're like, uh, you need to, you put it in here. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Someone from the future tells you you need to get the mail because you got something cool in the mail. I don't know. But no, no, no. They're telling you you need to get the mail because if you don't check the mail, then 
They don't exist. Then you won't. Oh, then they don't exist. Okay, that'll work. Something like that. Yeah. Um, and one of those was uh, this movie called Frequency, where essentially uh, the movie is about the dad and uh, his son contacts him through a radio, but there's a 30 year difference in time. So he's so his son is contacting him 30 years from the future to this radio, and he's trying to per- save his dad from from dying. So okay. that would be that would be example of communication from the future, and um, but one of those are there any consequences with that? Um, you know, I, I saw the movie once when I was like, who knows how old? Okay. So I, I can't tell you. Okay. Um, but one of those uh, like what, what like a sub section of this communication of the future thing uh, is it's called the uh, Cassandra complex. And this occurs when uh, valid warnings or concerns are dismissed or disbelieved. And actually, that's that's just a, that's just a Cassandra complex is actually just a, a phrase or whatever. Okay. Uh, but where it comes from is uh, Cassandra in Greek mythology was uh, born. And I'm reading this from uh, Learning Mind, by the way. Uh, anyway, so Cassandra in Greek mythology was the daughter of Priam. I don't really know how to say that. Uh, the king who good guess is good guess as mine would have been okay. Uh, the king who reigned reigned over Troy. Over Troy, uh, when the Greeks attacked it, Cassandra was such a beautiful one that she attracted the attention of the god Apollo, the son of Zeus. He gave her the gift of prophecy as a love gift, but when she refused his attentions, he grew angry, because that's what they do. Right. Uh, Apollo then cursed Cassandra to always uh, have this prophecy, or only she could see the prophecy of the future, but essentially nobody else would believe her. Okay. Which, Sounds like a double, like a, like a double-edged sword kind of thing. Like I can see what's going to happen, but nobody believes me. So it's still mm. going to happen. So it's just a crazy person. I mean, they looked like a crazy person. It could be, uh, that, that in itself is a, is a paradox, isn't it? Like prophecy in general is a paradox. Is that why it's called the Cassandra complex? Because no matter what you could tell people what's going to happen, but even with them knowing it's, doesn't mean it won't happen well because they don't believe her right well i mean even there are some there are some instances where say for instance okay i've been reading books called Mm -hmm. uh um oh this is actually kind of perfect um i've told you before about uh the sword of truth novels and they actually have this weird way of doing time travel but they don't actually travel in time they say that there's a place that exists outside of time and that is the underworld and if you brought a machine back from the underworld that was a, that gave you the ability to tell the things that are going to happen, it's because the underworld, it's like it, it's inextricably linked to the underworld, a place that exists outside of time. Where it's, a, it's a place that exists where all time exists at once, right? So the device the, the linked to this place that exists all at once is able to see all of time, right? Or at least all the time as we view it on the the normal plane, and so then that's able to like predict time or predict things that are going to happen, and always the things will happen because they are they're not predictions from the future; they are predictions of the future. Right. So you have this idea that whether you believe it or not, the thing will occur. So I I kind it's kind of linked a little bit to the Cassandra complex in that it. Um, its prophecies do not rely on the adherence of the of, of the people who know of it, that kind of thing, right? So it's not like 
if you not, it's not like if it prints it, it like prints out these things on these metal plates. It's not if it, not it's not like if it prints out a thing on a metal plate that says, um, "The sorceress will eat her words." It may not actually mean what we consider like a modern colloquialism to be like, "Oh, she's going to regret saying something." Mm-hmm. It could be literally that she eats a piece of paper from a book she wrote, but she doesn't know that, right? And the thing will happen. No well, matter what, yeah. Well, I mean, they do that in in, in media at all. Yeah, and I I, I like I like that kind of yeah I like that kind that of too. weird. It's not time travel, but at the same time, if you break it down to its like core components, technically something has traveled in time, and that that message is gotten gotten there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, just in general, like they'll have people that go back in time, and you know, they're like, I'm from the future, and they're like. Yeah, sure you are, man. Sure, dude. That you're, the, and that's the crazy person, the outcast, and then, mm-hmm. and then, like, eventually, people start to be like, "Oh my gosh, some a lot of things he says is, is actually true." Yeah. And they go back to talk to them, and he's completely crazy, or like he's acting. Sorry, crazy. I I believe I hear is like an enableist term or something like that. Um, he's acting out of his mind, and uh, because nobody ever believes anything, so he's hanging, and so maybe he's starting to question whether or not he actually is seeing the future, or if he is. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh man, I was just guessing because. This is happening? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. But, uh, but yeah, I think that's pretty cool. And uh, so, do you remember, have you seen Batman versus Superman? Yes. Oh, okay, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, like... They use boom tubes on that, too. Huh? They use boom tubes on that, too, punk. On the boom tube. <laughs> so weird. Um, what? A, what? A, it never paid off, though, like... They had. They don't have. They didn't have enough time to do it. Yeah, they had. Well, so for the listeners, they had the Flash like try to talk to Bruce Wayne, and trying to warn him something, and ended up being Martha. What? What did you? What did you say? I just said Martha because that was like the pivotal scene in that movie. I mean, if he said Martha, that would make way more sense than the movie. No, I think what they were trying to do is set up something for a universe, and they wanted because I mean, if anything, they wanted to do. I, I think they still kind of want to do the Doomsday thing, mm-hmm. and they ended up going with Steppenwolf, which was uh, one step closer to, uh, to Doomsday. But I think they need the stakes need to be higher. Doomsday is on the level of what they've done with Thanos. They need he's a yeah. big he's a big villain. He's he's a um, he's a cosmic villain, and he's a villain that encompasses multiple parties to beat. So it's not just the Justice League. Wait, it's Doomsday or Dark Side. Wow, both. Okay. Doomsday is the one that was resurrected. Yeah. Like he he died and then resurrected, died, resurrected, yeah. died, resurrected until he eventually like learned. He became like a master of combat, and every time he dies, he just gets stronger. Mm-hmm. Or every time he gets beat up, he gets stronger. That kind of thing, aka Goku, um, or the Saiyan race in, in general. Um, uh, Dark Side is okay. Dark Side is closer. He actually uses boom tubes as well. Boom. <laughs> does uh, he, really? oh my he does. Gosh. And then he has the cosmic lasers that do shut his eyes. Have you seen the, 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 the like, thing about that? Rosen Bridge is sounds cooler it's boom tube um he has these lasers that like he can like if they can just change direction so they'd like come out of his eyes and then they can just like turn on a turn on a dime just like anyways they show it in the show lasers and he gets like a little remote control yeah exactly and then then he puts on these cool glasses that allow him to view the world through like the the lines of lasers i did really enjoy that i don't know why this made me think of it but the scene in shazam 
when they're like really far away and he's like i can't hear you i actually did really enjoy that scene <gasps> okay I'm, i was thought you were about to do spoilers for shazam but okay cool uh, no that's in the trailer okay cool um um yeah but it's, it's just weird it just didn't go anywhere oh that's what i was gonna say uh they actually decided that they're going to focus on uh the individual movies yeah the character stories yeah. like they do in every form of media they've already done yeah. Like every single like animated movie has focused on individual teams. It's focused on individuals, and most of the time, even the team movies are usually focused around one individual. But the team is involved. Like you, like the like the uh, like the Judas contract is really about about um, what you call it. It's about Raven, but it's definitely Young Justice League. So or not Justice League. Sorry, the uh, Teen Titans kind of thing. I almost feel like, well, I mean, with like Avengers and whatever. Like I almost feel like. It shouldn't be that hard, but I guess it's pretty hard to make all these work together. Mm-hmm. Okay, man. What's uh, oh? Okay, so I saw yeah, some. I saw something on your head in here. Oh my gosh. Okay, so <laughs> if ever I would gush about uh, an anime, one of my favorite anime, and one of the things that kind of made me more so like think about liking time travel because I'm I'm really usually averse to time travel, but then oh my gosh, they. And I don't know if you've gotten a chance to watch this, David. No, I watched like the f- first episode. Maybe. Yeah, that one takes about three to four episodes to actually get into time travel. Or no, actually in the first episode they deal with time travel. But yeah. I mean, I uh, understand the premise. Essentially, he's sending text messages back to his right. past self. Yeah, but if you think about it, 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 it encompasses so many different versions of time travel because, or, or so many different rules that are explored in time travel in terms of first that you have the butterfly effect which is that one text message changes everything. Mm-hmm. But then they also deal into diverging timelines, which, um, but they have this weird way of defining that. They actually have this gauge that numbers and, and letters all the timelines. So every time you do something, you, you or technically you can find the timeline you existed in originally. Um, so they give it kind of like a, like a coordinate system, if you will. Um, so they deal with that. And then they deal with the idea that some things are permanent or that in some timelines that that fracture always will lead back to something else, i.e. somebody might die and they will always die and that you cannot have your cake and eat it too. So you can't have the good storyline without somebody dying. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And if you want, if anything, well, no, no. Well, that's what Steinsgate deals with. Right. But they kind of do this like, okay, cool. We changed things and we made everything better. Like but a, here's the it, consequence. It's a little bit of a murder mystery too, isn't it? No, okay. not even that. I, yeah. Yeah, I don't it's remember. Just, it's just the consequence. It's just like, hey, everything's better now, right? But somebody has to die. And so every time you try to save that person, you start to start thinking or like you, you, tr- you try and try and save that person, right? And even though you do save them, no matter what, they're supposed to die. So they will die always. So you can like you can keep on going back and keep on trying to change it, but the thing is you're not going back far enough because you actually have to get back to a point where all the things that you thought were good are gone yeah. because the good things required a cost to be paid. I.e., like I said, when Consequence. consequences are so important with time travel uh, media because you if you don't have the consequences and you make it seem like you can just change the thing and make all, all things better, no. It, yeah. it I don't I I need I need their I need the media and the people involved in that media to know that what they're doing 
may have unintended consequences and not just, I know if I change one thing, this leads to this. But what happens when this doesn't exist? Does that mean that it makes things better or does it make things worse? Or does it change things in a way that we don't have any idea how to, how to quantize, you know? Quantize. I, I wonder. Quantize. I think the reason I'm guessing the reason why you like that is because it asks so many questions. It makes you think. Oh yes. So many questions. Yes. Hmm. Again, the Japanese do everything better. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking. I was like, well, maybe I should. Uh, I should like text my youngest daughter and say, "This is this is your dad from the future." <laughs> <laughs> but it could have unintended consequences. You could actually drive her insane. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I keep on getting these texts from my dad <laughs> from the future and he's telling me and it's like he knows everything that's gonna happen. It's no, I don't I can't do with this. And then and then she but goes that'll be really fun. And then the and then I can No it wouldn't be fun. Why are you toying with oh, your man. children that way? <laughs> and then I can coordinate with the other kids and then like I can like text them and say, This is what's about to happen and then I can tell them to do that, like right after I text. <laughs> oh man. I just created a challenge for people. Don't do that, please. Internet challenge. No. Accepted. No. <laughs> Declined. <laughs> All right. So let's move on from the very confusing, but very actually cool Steins Gate, mm-hmm. which I will get to eventually. Yeah, it's only like 23 episodes. There's a game too. I'm assuming it's... It's a visual novel. Okay. So it's the same thing. Yes. I I haven't played the visual novel, but I just like the anime. Just visual novels... They're, they, not, they're not really my cup of tea. Most of the time... Is it like a visual book though? No, no. Visual novels are the ones where you like you make choices. Choose and, your own adventure. Yeah, yeah kind of. Okay. Yeah. So quad like quadratic dream games. <laughs> Quantic, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> next subject, sir. Uh, so, <laughs> so the next one is uh precognition, which is just it's seeing the future. You have visions of the future, and uh, just because this one just came out recently on. On Netflix, I just reminded it. Um, the, the Michael Pena movie called Extinction. Extinction is that the one with uh, with Natalie Portman? No, she wasn't. That, that was all the the chicks. Never mind. Is that Extinction? No, it's the one. Um, I, Netflix. I probably Did I mention that. Oh. No, he's, he's just. <laughs> Did I mention that's on Netflix? <laughs> hey, Netflix, pay uh, us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember who the female lead is in that. But um, who would you say? Natalie Portman? No, it is Natalie not. Portman, Gina Rodriguez, uh, Tessa Thompson, and somebody else. I think they were. It all, is not that. That's not a time travel movie yeah. at all. Though. That's why I was like, huh? Essentially, it's just uh, they're there's don't, don't ruin it for me. Oh, you want to see this movie? Possibly, but just I mean, you you'd well from the trailer precognition. Okay, yeah, I, mean, I haven't seen the trailer for it. He's just seeing visions of the future, okay. and then, you know he's trying to prevent said things from happening because you know he, of course he sees people dying and he's how do i prevent this and right we all know how that goes and time travel stuff now right right right. uh and then i put you know as a mechanic in video games uh the prince per- persia series is kind of built around that not necessarily precognition as much as like a uh like a reset switch or well also well, they do actually, because so when you get whoa, to whoa, 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 don't well actually, me, <laughs> sir. Well, actually, <laughs> uh, when you get to an area, it actually like shows you how to get through it. Oh, uh, okay. And then they're like, go. But then, but then it's like a long area, and they they kind of show you quickly, and you're like, I can't remember that, but yeah. So almost like a like a like a mini uh, subversive tutorial kind of thing. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So, because it's about. It's time. 
There's time travel in that game, kind of. <laughs> Are you convincing me or yourself? <laughs> <laughs> well, I am curious, like, what you think of precognition. I, I personally like precognition. Um, I, I like the aspect of of a character that has this precognition but can never change the outcome. And I guess it's kind of similar, really, to the... To Minority the, Report? I've never seen that movie. Um, oh, without they, they, give, without giving it away, there is a group of people that, like, they're naturally born to be able to predict the future. Right. Um, but they're, like... I think what, I have seen it. And they're, they're, aren't they, like, in a... Like some swimming pool thing. Yes, yeah, and okay. then the thing is, their visions are just like recorded, right? And when they're recorded, it's up to like the police department to like interpret those and prevent the crimes from happening. Um, the thing about it is that people start to they can see the things, so they try to emulate the things because there's no timestamp on the things, so they they can only like just use clues to try to prevent the crimes. And so, say for instance, uh, have you have you sh- you pretty much sure your show is right? Well, I'm pretty sure this is a movie I watched during quarantine. So, okay. I don't oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyways, so uh, pretty much what happens is they see a vision of, say for instance, a lady dying in red or something like that. So one of the people. Oh yes. Yeah. I, yeah, I remember now. One of the people get a hold of that and they stage a death of somebody in red. And that is to, like, cover it up in a weird way because oh, they do it gosh. before. Before it's like it a flood of memories of this movie. Yeah. It wasn't that bad, actually. No, it wasn't. That was one of the few Tom Cruise movies that I actually like. I'm 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 a, I'm a Tom Cruise hater. <laughs> I had someone at work. I don't remember who it was. Someone at work was arguing that Tom Cruise is like the greatest actor. The goat? Yeah. yeah. No, he's not. He's no Tom uh, Brady. The thing is, wow. Um, no, the thing is, Tom Cruise has been in some really good movies, like uh, another time travel movie. Uh, D- Dever- Die, Die, Die Another Day, day or yeah. whatever they changed it to. Yeah, yeah. Live, it's like Live Alive or something like that. Is the actual like is like the manga that it was based on? Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, that was oh, a re- Live Die Repeat. Live Die Repeat. There yeah, you go. Yeah. yeah, but they could that they use that as a tagline instead of what it actually was or something like that. But then they ended up. Well, they actually changed the name of the movie. Yeah, it was weird. I never saw that movie. It's so good. Which is so weird. My girl, uh, Emily Blunt is in it. And oh, yeah. Yeah. It was weird. That, again, it's like another Tom Cruise movie where it's like, I think they could have probably done it with somebody else, but he did a good job. I mean, on it, I, we probably don't give Tom Cruise enough credit. I mean... No, I give him all the credit. He is actually a good actor. Yeah. I, I personally... I guess. He plays like the same character in every single movie. But here's the thing. I was actually listening to a podcast the other day, and... It's one of those things, uh, and actors will tell you time and time again, when it seems like an actor is just playing the same role over and over again, it's because they've gotten just that good to where you think they're that, that, that they are that person. Right. And it could be that that person is just acting that way and has mastered it to a point where you think that off camera, that's how that person is. You think that that person is every, act, is every character that they've played, and that in and of itself is skill. Sure. So the way I give it to Tom Cruise is saying that he has the ability to act and he's good at what he does. I personally am not a fan of the way he does things. Yeah, I I think that's a um, fortune teller. One of the fortune teller things I always say, hmm. where like somebody says something and then you're like, okay, I think I see it now. You don't think you don't say like I think I see it now. You're like I see it now. 
but realistically like they've kind of convinced you to see it that way that's how i kind of feel about it that's my opinion oh like as in like what i was just saying about mm-hmm. that oh yeah, yeah. no I've, I've always thought that way about a lot of actors like it's kind of like one of those things where you you want to think that they're just like i mean for a, for a long time i even thought that about samuel jackson i was like this doesn't it just seems like it's just samuel jackson always playing the roles but if you really looked at it like nobody else could do those nobody mm-hmm. else could do, that you know well i so i did uh it was really cool uh I saw an interview them talking with the casting. Or, you you interview somebody? No, I, I saw an interview. Yeah. <laughs> what what are they called? They're casting what? Mm-hmm. I don't know the caster, whatever they're called. Casting director. I guess they're casting director. Uh, but it was one for the for Marvel, and uh, and she said that what they like to do is actually find actors where who they are as an individual is really close to what they're looking for right anyway so that's why that's why there was a there's a i think it was a tweet or something that said uh mark ruffalo isn't isn't the hulk uh chris hemsworth is not thor but robert downey jr is iron man and i think it's just because he is probably like the closest cast to his like his actual personality and like like and like it's weird, like the the storylines are actually parallel between Robert Downey Jr. and and Iron Man, and like in terms of like the 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 drugs and the, and the alcohol and mm-hmm. stuff like that, yeah, they yeah, both yeah. actually had that weird arc in yeah. their life, which I thought was like the coolest thing ever. Um, which at, at some point is kind of convenient that it all happened that way, but either way, it kind of it helps him build out a character that that, well, we, that we grow to love. Yeah, uh, well, that yeah makes sense. But we'll talk about that more in the the end game episode. <laughs> Let's go on a break because I totally forgot where we're like I went on that tangent. I forgot where we were. Cool. All right. And we're back. Um. So this is Will from the future telling you that in the past, this podcast will be talking about immortality next. <laughs> I was really hoping you were going to come back in with Queen song. You know the I can't sing it. Never mind. Let's not do that. Let's no, no, don't do it. I feel. I, I feel. I feel I'll just say the chorus is. Do you want to live forever? Oh, that would have been good. Well, actually, it was a Queen song specifically written for the Highlander movies. Which? Oh my gosh. The king of segways has entered the building. <laughs> <laughs> Which, as I've heard, is won an Oscar for the greatest movie ever made. So, yeah. Except for that doesn't exist, but okay. <laughs> I've oh, never seen forget. Highlander, though. So. Oh, you never seen Highlander? Oh. Yeah. I think you would actually like Highlander. Well, the premise of Highlander. Would it become my favorite movie? Of all time? Yeah. Ever? No. Um... Yes. Because you know there can only be one, right? Mm-hmm. See what I yeah. did there? That's, that's pretty good. Uh, actually, uh... <laughs> <laughs> also, my You've favorite movie Highland. is still, so still Transformers movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, wow, did I really write that on here? That in for the greatest movie ever yeah, That's how I knew it, too. It's <laughs> just, uh... You say Talladega Nights, but you just don't remember that scene. No. Um, okay. So... Are you saying that time travel? Oh, oh! So immortality is like an indirect way of of of, of dealing yeah, with time travel. Yeah, I, I think the reason why, because realistically, um, you kind of it, exist outside of time. Yeah. 
So it's a good way to show the past and how the past can affect the future, mm. even though it's not, you know, it's not actual time travel. The X-Men movies, um, when they deal with uh, Wolverine's past because he's effectively immortal. So yeah. he's, he's dealing with like learning and seeing a well, society evolve. That's not true because there's old man Logan. Yeah, but that's only after they take away his immortality. So, I mean, uh, in, in essence, he is immortal until he's not. Well, I didn't know they did that. Yeah, old, old man Logan, uh, Logan was because a um, somebody was able to halt his ability to actively heal or whatever, which keeps him young. I thought it like deteriorated his his ability, oh, like oh. his ability aged with him or something like that. You know what? Or maybe that's how they presented it in the movie. Yeah, I'll know. have to look back at yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I'm sorry, but uh, so do you know? But you know the premise of the Highlander movies. Yeah, there can only be one. Yeah, it's all, it's it's, and it's so they have all these people, and they're who knows? It doesn't really say where they're from. Just like you said, that there can only be one. They have these battles against each other, and whenever they battle them, they take their power when they win. Except right. they don't really take their power. I don't really understand that part. Do you remember the Jet Li movie? Uh, the one, the one, yeah, that one was really good. Too. Which is like, like, like the Asian, <laughs> Asian Highlander, except for every, except for he's like consolidating all his powers into one. So like, yeah. every version of him that exists in an alternate universe actually like creates, or they all split his powers. So that the idea is, if you go to all the alternate universes and kill yourself, then you get like it just means that it's distributed. So yeah, if you have a hundred, well, it's funny because each and every time he gets more powerful. Like everyone else, he has to face. It's just as as just powerful. more powerful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, I've talked about it a lot. Like it's, you know, you can take any subject and, uh, like for instance, the, you know, there's zombie movies. There's zombie movies back in the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I'm not really into zombies. Oh, we make Walking Dead. Oh, I'm not really into zombies, but I'm really into this character drama. You know, right. So it's all about. I mean, you can make anything appealing. Yeah. You know, um. So it was interesting because in the well, I don't know if it's interesting, but in the second Highlander movie, it was, it was weird. It's almost like they rebooted it. Whoa! So there can be two? Yeah. Well, well see what I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I think there's like I think there's four Highlander movies, and Holy I think they're crap. yeah, I think they're going to reboot it. And there's a Highlander TV series too. And my mom was like, "Oh my gosh!" In love with the actor from the Highlander TV series, mm. who was just recently on Arrow. That's very unimportant stuff. Fancy, <laughs> but it was weird because in the second movie they, uh, it's like they rebooted the series because all of a sudden they were like aliens from another planet, and boom, yeah, tubes, <laughs> yeah, and then through uh, boom tubes, they went to <laughs> Earth, and uh, and Sean Connery was back again somehow. Sean Connery will always be back. Why? Because he's. Sean Connery. Dang it, I wanted to curse there. Um, <laughs> he's Sean Connery. And then, uh, and all of a sudden, the third Highlander movie was, it was like, it didn't make any sense because, yeah, they were, they were all gone. And then all of a sudden, the third one, there was still more again, which doesn't make any sense. So if I came back from the future and told you not to talk about Highlander because it doesn't interest me at all, would you continue to talk about the Highlander anyway? So is it like an inevitable time? Well, I mean, I'm going to talk about Highlander the rest of the way. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, so moving on. <laughs> there we go. But okay, so I'm I curious: I, I is, is like, Highlander an interesting premise to you? Um, not necessarily. Hmm. 
Um, I actually thought it would be. Yeah. Yeah. I like I said, I like the gently thing. How much do you it's know cool. about how much how much you know about the the game Lost Odyssey? None. N- really? Yeah. Well, this one is also about like three of the main characters or Tris? immortal. Okay. And um Is that three six Xbox thirty sixty? That's probably why. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is it Xbox thirty player three? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um Yes. And it also involves immortality. You should play it. We'll just leave it at that. That's yeah, good well, then next time you come over, you bring your Xbox 360 and the game, and I'll play it. You really? Okay. Sweet. Then, well, we should talk about it after this season, because it's by Sakaguchi. And it's it's actually, it feels a lot like a Final Fantasy game, honestly. Okay. So. We'll see. Um, I but, just live to prove you wrong. Continue. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, how can you it is by Sakaguchi? No, I'm talking about being good. Oh, it's good. Um, I think you'll like it. It's okay. got some interesting. It's it was innovative and all that fun jazz buzzwords. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you, how do you feel about? I mean, honestly, how like is is immortality something that interests you? I think the premise of immortality interests me. Um, I don't think it's been handled properly in a lot of these in a lot of media's huh. because a lot of again it's just it. Uh, the consequences of being immortal is is not commonly explored it's usually always just like a it's a it's more or less like a plot device and not like an well, actual like well, consequential thing when in highlander it's it's typically has to do with one of the things has to do with loss for him because right. you know he falls in love and well i mean i guess technically they dealt with that with like uh in the first uh, Captain America movie, where they're talking, I mean, yeah, not nece- oh, he's not go. necessarily immortal, but he does outlive all the people, and that, mm. that, that's usually what uh, immortal uh, immortality usually deals with, like that. So I think sometimes, like when they explore those kinds of things, it, it, immortality becomes interesting. But other times, when they just like make it to where you know the person's just oh, this person's living forever, and he's out here <laughs> from the outside looking look at in, him. Look him. at him. He's he's uh, he's in the Dark Ages. Oh, look at him. He's yeah. in the Renaissance Age. Yeah, like like Keanu Reeves or he owns or, a steel factory in the 1920s. Williams. And what? I said Keanu Reeves or Pharrell Williams. Both of them are vampires from from back in the old days. It's the reason why they don't look like they've aged. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Huh. Oh, I never really thought about uh, vampires being mm-hmm. part of it. Hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't, oh gosh. See, no, next subject. Um, <laughs> so it seems like we have on here something about time wars. What is this about? Uh, time war. <laughs> time war is warring faction factions uh, trying to get an advantage upon, uh, using time travel. And so last week, Nazis. Yes. No. Nazis. Yes? No. Uh, last week we were talking about Terminator a little bit, and then it just dawned on me that that is what that movie is. It is a time war because the robots. Mm-hmm. Are trying to get an advantage, you know, and then the humans are trying to get an advantage using mm-hmm. time travel. What? Kaboom! Kaboom! Um, who's Kang the Conqueror? You know who Kang the Conqueror is? Not off the top of my head. He is a Marvel comic. Actually, he's one of the bigger Avengers villains. Never heard of him. Wow, that's so weird. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Just because I I like comics, I don't have knowledge of all the comics. So, I probably should. I could have just looked it up, but I, I prefer you to explain. Well, to me. my biggest exposure to him was actually from uh, one of the Avengers comics. I think it's 
I don't think it's Earth Minus Heroes. It's a different one. I don't, I don't know. It's it's the good one, not the crappy one. Okay. So, but uh, King the Conqueror, like, he's he essentially manipulates time to uh, his advantage. Okay. So, um, and the Avengers don't like that. And I, <laughs> <laughs> of course they don't. <laughs> Because they want to manipulate it to their advantage. Right. Because so. they, they are part of the Illuminati. So everyone's selfish. Right. Yeah. I get it. Um, and I remember there's something to being about uh, King's wife, girlfriend, sister, something like that. Those like, are very different things. <laughs> very different things. Well, it's one of those. Okay, <laughs> but uh, so she, I, I believe she gets she gets like a woman in Kang's life. Mm-hmm. She okay. gets uh, I think she's some type of disease or whatever, and she uh, and so he uses the technology for time travel to freeze her in time, and so his goal is Mister Freeze. Continue. Sure. Yeah, well, I didn't really think about that. He kind of looks like him in a way too. He's blue. That's hilarious. Huh. Well, you know, there's like uh, a, like a bazillion yeah. parallel characters yeah. in DC. That Marvel. is really interesting. But yeah, and and so he's using time travel to try to fix, you know, the 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 cure her or whatever. Right. So, you know, going real, go back real back uh, real quick to immortality. Do you remember that movie with uh, with uh, Robin Williams bicentennial man? <laughs> I remember that it exists. I thought. That was a really emotional movie. R.I.P. Uh, Robin Williams. Yes, for sure. It was a really good movie, and then like just him like being a robot that's mm-hmm. just kind of like living through the generations uh, yeah. and stuff like I that. I remember it was a good movie. I just unfortunately don't remember. It. I remember like they plugged him into the wall. I remember that for some weird. Yeah. Reason. Well, he like he, he the technology got better. He kept on living on. Yeah. And then eventually got to a point where like he loved somebody, and then they wanted to give him rights or whatever. And I think that's where the movie kind of like that was like the the climax of the movie is like him in court and and like then you find out all this narrating is him talk giving giving the court his story that over the the centennials that he's he's been that he's lived through and that that's that it's weird because that sounds a lot like I mean I've told you this story but one of the stories I created I'll I'll remind you later either way, yeah so then he's yeah he's so fighting might, for his rights I might use him. that story for a game someday so I I guess yeah. I shouldn't say it over the podcast yeah fun stuff though fun stuff. Um, <laughs> but yeah, time wars. So the thing about time wars is that it definitely it seems more or less like a premise than a than a than like a type of time travel, just like a like a premise on how to use it. Um, and well, so because I mean, look at all of the freaking consequences if multiple sides are all traveling back in time and changing things and like are they even traveling back to the same timelines as everybody else or yeah, are knows? they changing lines separately or uh or is it all the same changes leading to the 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 like the the what do you call it converging timelines to make one big timeline based on all the changes or is it based on one chain after a change or whatever you know what I mean? Well, I remember in Terminator 2, they killed the guy that made the Terminator, but then uh, in the at the end of the Terminator 2 movie, they found the arm of the Terminator from the first one, uh-huh. and so what they did meant nothing at all. Right. The inevitability. Yeah. Yes. And that's why the new Terminator Genesis uh, reboot was made to kind of destroy the ability to time travel. And also... Is that the one with Daenerys? 
Yeah. yeah. I never saw it. Like it was like it was like that weird thing they were trying to reboot the whole thing. Right. But they were rebooting it in, in the way they reboot with every single Terminator movie is like they do this thing where it's like, okay, so the last movie affected everything, but here's the thing. They affected it but they forgot about this thing. Or they affected mm-hmm. they forgot about this thing. And like in this one it was like Drats. Yeah. We affected everything. We went Did- right back to the finally we went to the bases of everything and the story is supposed to take off like right after we've affected all the things because they kind of ride off into the sunset. Right. So I'm thinking that if they were to continue to do that one, it's going to explore what the consequences, what the story or what the world looks like if we did change all the things because things were still ruined. So we 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 prevented it from, from them ruling the world, but we didn't prevent them from causing major things that harmed the world. So now right. now we're... So there's progress. Yeah, we're... Yeah, we're They're put, doing it. Oh, good job, guys. We're putting stuff together. But did the thing like, is, nobody uh, liked it. It didn't do good in yeah, theaters. Yeah, I, I still haven't seen it. But, so, uh, well, I mean, they're doing another one. Did, did you see the Sarah Connor, Connor Chronicles? No, I heard it was really good. My dad I actually watched that. I love that, that I show. Actually, I think both my parents watched that. They really liked that. I liked it a lot. It was it was enjoyable. I'll check it out one of these days. I'm not a, actually, if I'm being completely honest, I'm not a huge Terminator fan. Um, probably because of the lack of consequences. That was for weird. Their that was like the first time he, he called me Dave. I didn't call you anything. Oh, you were like, I'll be honest with you, Dave. No, I just said, I'll be honest with you. I didn't really like it. Oh. Yeah. I didn't say Dave. I've been on recording. Yeah, I'm sure we can rewind it. <laughs> I didn't call you Dave. It doesn't really matter. Anyway, it's weird. Um, I say David. It is weird to call me David. Why, why is that weird? That's your name. Yeah. But, I mean, most people call me Dave. I'm not most people. My name is Will. Yum. With one L. <laughs> yeah, with one L. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so <laughs> <laughs> on to the next one, my dude. What? We haven't even talked about more coming at eleven, which we probably don't it's, need to talk yeah, about. That's speculative. Like, I mean, you. No, it's out. Have you played it? I actually have not purchased it because I'm waiting for the ultimate Mortal Kombat eleven. Because I'm not gonna buy it twice. Yeah. But I went online and I watched the movie because I love the. I don't want to talk about that. That's yeah, that's mad it. spoilers. That I game came out like a week ago. It's in the trailer. Nope. Okay. But yes. Time travel happens in Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs> yeah, it's in the trailer. Check I, it I'm, out. I know. I'm just playing. Times merge. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you just had to say it. Anyway. Because <laughs> it happens in the trailer. It's I the know. Whole, it's I like know. the selling point of the game. I know. I'm just playing. It sold me. Two Johnny Cages. Oh my gosh, nut punches galore. <laughs> um man, they should have had double nut punch. Ah. Oh. Uh, that was a spoiler. They, they did not have what? Missed opportunities. Oh yes. <laughs> Alright, so next one. Let's talk about one that I actually think that Will will like, and that's uh a time slip. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, and slipping <laughs> into the future. There you go. You could have done that something like that for the, the queen thing for Highlander. Anyway. Yeah, except for this one just came a lot more natural. Yeah, I can't sing at all, so. Um, so this is a slip in time forward or back without any control by the time traveler. Um, so there's like an anomaly that pulls them into the fear of the forward up and so blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yep. I'll, uh, so this is, this is one of the earlier uh, versions of this is a Rip Van Winkle, which, why does that sound like a... a TV show host of like the 50s. Probably. It might might be. Well, there's Rip Hunter from Legends of Tomorrow. 
Hmm. Anyway, uh, so this guy, he goes... <laughs> I feel like you find every opportunity to talk about that series. Legends Tomorrow? Speaking of which, that's time travel. I know. I was I'm actually surprised I never talked about it. We're not going to anymore. Ha ha. Okay. <laughs> well, it actually has parts from every one of these. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, I'll save it for the very end. Of course. <laughs> uh, so Rip Van Winkle, Winkle, the story for that is he goes into the mountains to avoid his wife's nagging. Which mm-hmm. I love. That's what's his. Gotta, that's you, why. Gotta love the premise. Well, this is from like the 1800s, and because yeah, uh, they were nagging back then too, and they're probably still nagging now. <laughs> well, he he goes into the mountains because his wife's nagging, and mm-hmm. he sees this group of of guys, and they're all drinking the stuff, and so, and he drinks along with them. Okay. And then he passes out, and uh, he and sorry, this is before the Revolutionary War. And he comes back 20 years later after the Revolutionary War, and he's all like, oh, I'm on King George's side, and or King whatever it is at the same mm-hmm. time. And they're like, what? George Washington's our president. And that's pretty much the, temp- the premise of that. But he slipped in time. So, so the idea of time slipping is just still time travel, but mm-hmm. without any... Um, pre-knowledge of of the ability to do so or even the intention to do so yes okay and uh (laughs) so when i read this story though i really thought it was funny because i was like i wonder what's happened to the author and like this is the way he explained it you know like he disappeared for he actually disappeared for like 20 years and and uh like had another family and was like i'm gonna go back to my regular family like babe (laughs) babe this is what happened Shaved and made sure he looked younger and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. so he could go back. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. Um, so Evil Dead 2. Army of said, Darkness. You, is that actually, is that Army of Darkness? Or no, is... Evil, Be- well, Evil Dead 2 and then Army of Darkness is Evil Dead 3. Okay. So okay. that was another instance where. I didn't where... watch those movies, so I don't know. No, but you watched Ashes versus the Evil Dead? I loved it. I mean, it's, it's the same humor. Okay, Army of Darkness is great. Evil Dead so 2 I hear is... That's one of the, uh, I hear that's one of the greats. Yeah, it's a classic. Um, oh, then that means I've... I, well, obviously, he goes back in time. You've seen Army of no, Darkness. No, no, I've seen yeah. Also, they, were, they, they, they like actually fought to get the rights for that because I think a mm. production company opened yeah, yeah. for Ash vs. Evil Dead so they could actually give reference to it since it was one of their greater properties. Um, and then, yeah. Then they finally were able to refer back to it. But that was another instance of he had no time control over it. Right. I mean, it's like all those comedies, like the the Martin Lawrence and the I want to say Eddie Murphy did. Which one, one was that? Is it oh, that was Black Knight? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. And then there was yeah, there's all these ones where everybody like just like it's usually just so, like there's that an one. Eddie Murphy. I want to say it's Eddie Murphy. I, it's uh, did did you hear about they're gonna supposedly they're gonna make a Twins two where it was Schwarzenegger and DeVito. DeVito and then uh, Eddie Murphy. DeVito's <laughs> coming back for twins. Well, I th- I don't. I, twins is where they have kids, right? Mm-hmm. No, Twin, oh. twins is where Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, Danny DeVito are twins, except for they were like engineered twins. What was the movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger's pregnant? I don't know. Um, I could have sworn he did that with Danny DeVito. Pregnant cop. Kindergarten. Arnold Schwarzenegger pregnant. Junior is a 1994 Junior. Junior. This is so weird using Google. Emma Thompson? What? Schwarzenegger and DeVito. So that's why I immediately thought that. Oh, I didn't know he was in that too. 
That's wait. Was he the baby? Nominations for Golden Globe for for Best Actress <laughs> in a musical comedy. That's funny. Is it what? Is a musical? That is. It's <laughs> really weird. Um, I just remember he got pregnant, and I thought that was I thought that was funny. Nice. Yeah, I barely remember that movie. Um, so one of the last ones I want to talk about was uh, Have you seen the Time Traveler's Wife? No. Do you know what the premise is, though? No. All right. So this was actually, like, I actually really thought it was a really interesting take on time travel. So essentially, some life-changing event happened to the main character. Okay. And which caused them essentially to get, I I really don't know what you want to call it. We'll just say, at at first, we'll say stuck in time. Okay. And, and, And a bunch of time slips. So essentially, he's, you know, like, 14 years old and and then all of a sudden uh he's in the future as his 50 year old self and then he's in the future as his 50 year old self for a limited amount of time and then he skips around now he's back to his 20 year old self and so so one consciousness is occupying several different points in in his life yeah and and for him it's a straight line except for he's hopping through time essentially right and obviously like yeah for his consciousness it's a straight line because he remembers everything right and so everything he does like he can't change anything does his body leave that area when he time slips or does he just just consciousness leaves and everything's on autopilot until he gets back into it that part i don't remember i think oh yeah okay he disappears you're right his so his actual body so i have seen part of this movie i think i remember something towards the end where he's just in a field and she's like i know you'll always come back to me or something like that Mm -hmm. and then he just kind of because they were at like they were doing a picnic or something right yeah i think eventually he uh starts to figure it out right i think oh i think he no no he i mean do you care about me spoiling this no because i think i've seen it before okay so at the end i mean he actually the end of the movie he dies and that's actually that scene is actually so he marries her and that scene is actually after he dies, but then she still gets to see him because, and I'm assuming they made like kind of a, he ended up making kind of a time map for her, you know, saying this is where I'll be essentially. And okay. It, and it seems like he kind of, he kind of goes to the same places, but the same places throughout time. It's like whatever. this field that they're always in, right? Yeah. 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 He keeps on going back there. And, uh, well, he actually like, he, it's really weird because he actually, she actually meets him for the first time as an adult when he's she's a child yeah when she or yeah when she's a child she meets him for the first time as him as, a, as an adult yeah. yeah i remember these I, yeah. again it's it's weird i remember parts of this movie but i don't remember the whole thing yeah and uh I, is that I, that's rachel mcadams rachel yeah? mcadams okay. and uh eric banna yeah 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 and I, I, maybe i haven't seen the whole movie Oh, I don't know. I, I, just, I thought the premise was kind of cool. Yeah, I thought the premise was really cool. I did. Um, um, time slips, though, they do introduce a lot of paradoxes in that. Um, in this one, at least, they they closed up their paradox and well, making he, him disappear from every time he does it. Yeah, and they also said, like, he's also, tr- I, if I remember right, he tried changing time and he never could. And, he, and it was a little bit about him accepting fate, you know. Yeah. So. Well, because his entity that exists within time is moving with him, so right. even no matter what he changes, it's always like it's almost like like you were saying, it's like time exists still on the line, and he's mm-hmm. only he's just jumping different spots on the line, and always he's just he literally filling the spot he's supposed to fill, and then he moves to the next one. That being said, does that mean? Well, I mean, 
he so if he goes back to when he's like he, okay say for instance he's he's been jumping for 30 years he's 30 years old and he jumps back to when he's 14 mm-hmm. does that mean he's 30 years old when he's 14 I, so i was wrong so like he's 14 and then he's 14 in so say the the first year is so he he starts time traveling in 1900 okay and then he's 14 years old he jumps to the future and it's 1950 he's 14 year olds in 1950 okay so he's basically living his life like normal okay. and uh and actually i i forgot they actually um like he has to learn how the he pick he learns how to pick locks and all this stuff so that he can survive in 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 these times because i mean he's just dumped somewhere you know yeah so yes okay seems interesting i might actually watch that movie again uh, yeah, so I don't I mean, remember the whole thing. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a love story, but like, just this actual like premise is is really interesting. Yeah. It's, it's, it was a different take. It's as creative. Long as it's not a musical. I don't really like. It's it. not a musical. I, I just, know, I'm just but I, I really appreciate fine. the the creativity in it. Yeah. Um, and and that kind of ties in. I mean, you can think of it, and like, so the next one is time tourism, and uh, which the travelers is like. A, I put that the travel is like a, a rock in a stream. The stream just goes around and nothing really changes. Yeah, that deals with the whole time bubble thing where it's like you exist as... Uh, you don't really exist in the other time. Mm-hmm. You are a like a like a ghost of yourself. A passenger. Or, yeah, a passenger, yeah. Um, and, and you... Yeah, you go there and to be to be a tourist just, just to see the things that mm-hmm. exist. Which uh, the, the most classic one is, is Scrooge. Right. You know. Christmas Carol thing. Yeah, that makes sense. I like that one. That one that one is cool because they again the rule is you can't affect it, you can only see it. Mm-hmm. You can you're not part of it. They don't even know you're there. Yeah. Um well, they, in that instance in that particular instance. Right. But yeah. I I like that idea of time travel where you can go back to see things but you can never affect them. So even in the future, you can know about them, but mm-hmm. that's just knowledge. Well, that's how so that's kind of so in the show Supernatural, that's how that's how Oh, okay. That's how they handle it. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, that show is actually ended next season. Um, what? Yeah. Like defined ending or mm-hmm. like canceled ending? No, defined. Wow. Well, you can tell that they've been building up the the something else again. So okay. Uh, but that's how they did it there. They usually they use it as a plot device to help the character learn something from the past. Nice. So I mean, it's kind of a I. I I think the only one that uses it as an actual like the the plot to move the plot along, the actual like it's it's central to the plot was actually like Scrooge, the only one I can really think of, because because Supernatural, it's just kind of like a convenient thing to do, you know. Right. So that's pretty cool. I like that one. I like that one. And so what is this? Um, you have here written uh, straight line time travel. Okay. So. <laughs> I don't really. I mean, I'm sure this fits into a different category, but I was thinking about straight line time travel, where um, a person is the focal point of. Um, so I have my own timeline. Mm-hmm. You have your own timeline, mm-hmm. and so when I'm going through time, I'm the, I'm the focal point of time. Right. And so if I was to go to like so, if I go into the past, that is essentially. I'm the, since I'm the focal point of my own time, mm-hmm. I am there, and so it's essentially saying. Can that, you exist twice then? If no, you're the focal point, no. or do you occupy the space of your old, 
of your old because you are the focal point pretty much are you are you say for instance your body is impaled through the middle and you're just sliding down this time well when you go back in the past you just slide back uh and exist there i took it as essentially you're you're really not time traveling uh essentially that time becomes your current reality does that make any sense to you yes that's what i'm saying like it's so um uh, it's almost kind of like the whole time drop the the time traveler's wife except for he can't control it but you're what you're doing is your your body your body your consciousness and everything move with you mm-hmm. to that place and because you can't exist in that place twice you are now that thing there mm-hmm. you are no longer what you were if you lived there to get to the place that you came from but essentially you, you are time yes yeah that makes sense um, it was kind of, uh, I almost feel like they kind of, they defined it really well, a little bit or a little bit in Donnie Darko when they did that little line mm-hmm. coming out of their chest, it was kind of showing, this is the thing, this is my time. This is how I yeah, exist yeah, yeah. in time. And it kind of, it kind of embodies the idea that most time travel, um, has to do with a semi-linear progression. So people, if you were to change something, the, their paths well they just divert mm-hmm. um it it will it can pretty much it bumps into everybody who is otherwise going straight through time and that's why you can cause like fractures in time right. or you can cause things to go all crazy it's the reason why the butterfly effect that paradox exists as such a prominent thing because when you go back in time you change everybody's otherwise organized flow through time you throw it in a disarray because now the things that would have pushed them ever so slightly forward have now you know it before maybe it was just a flat piece pushing forward but now you're you're shoving a triangle in there and so everybody has to move off to the side in order to make way for for the for the new reality that exists well yeah yeah well i mean i thought of it like um so you are basically the only like if you were the focal point of of your timeline then you are the only thing that has a physical like a solid um presence everything else is kind of isn't isn't solid ethereal yeah, does that okay. does that make sense? Yeah, it was just I don't know. It was just something I was it's thinking nifty, about. It's a nifty way to think about time travel. Yeah. I mean, this one, that one's like a heavy consequence kind of time travel though, because now, or no, sorry, it's a less consequence kind mm-hmm. of time travel because it makes it to where you you almost exist outside of of what we can whatever because everybody well everything else ex- exists out of really oh yeah yeah if you, you are the are you are yeah. time so so there's less consequences because you are everything so whatever you do is what's going to be done mm-hmm. that kind of thing which so is, you're almost like a you're almost like a god at that point in a way yeah but one could also say that that is how time travel would work yeah. because we all exist on a different uh or we all control uh, like a certain aspect of time so maybe we are like um i guess this would be like maybe like very philosophical like we're all technically like we all are in charge of a, a section of time, a thread of time, a thread of time. Yeah, and it's like it's like a rope. Yeah, and we're all and just kind of we're all kind of weaved together, yeah. but we're still in control of that one weave that's going through there. So if we were to break off from the weave, we eventually we effectively start to exist outside of what everybody else is, mm-hmm. and we are the only thing that matters. And then, yeah, and then that's why we have to like rethread ourselves back in to make it proper. And then once you do that. You're changing everybody else because you have to push people out of the way or push other other threads out of the way to make a thing. 
Far out, man. Far out. That's what it feels like to me, honestly, when you explain it. <laughs> um, so the next one is one that I find to be actually kind of funny. Um, and at the same time, like really interesting, pretty far out as well. Um, it's kind of, it's one of those concepts that don't immediately come to mind when you think about time travel. Um, but Final Fantasy VIII really pushed it as like, it's a, a thing thing. What? Oh, we weren't supposed to say Final Fantasy VIII because it's a big spoiler. Ah, whatever. It's been out for billions of years now. So the next one we're going to talk about is uh, time compression. And it doesn't seem like something you'd immediately think about, but it is really interesting in that it kind of views time as an object as opposed to a uh, like a flow that objects exist within. Um, which I think is really like, it's like a kind of nifty way to look at it because you think of, so if time is an object and can be moved and time is an object, it can be quantized. Then does that mean that we can, that all times can exist at once? Remember what I was talking about earlier with the, with the sort of truth thing. Yeah. Um, if all times existed at once, would re- reality would be ex- experiencing everything, all of Golden everything that pa- paper like infinitely a bunch you're right so you're experiencing all the things it's in one really hard to fold it at some point well i mean but if you exist in the time that is all time then it would seem that you would know how to do those things because all knowledge would exist at the same time hmm. you know what I'm saying? so you oh, would be inf- infinitely powerful infinitely knowledgeable infinitely uh what do you call it present you would have that superpower that you love what is that super bro? Infinite knowledge. Indeed. Um, <laughs> Infinite knowledge. Um, but I, I, I like it as a as a as an idea of if uh, if it doesn't already exist all in one place. If you were to, if somebody were to look at time and go, what if I take all of these things that make me powerful and put them all at once instead of think about. Um, well, let's just use Dragon Ball Z. So, say for instance, in like in Dragon Ball, he's kind of weak, but then he gets stronger and he gets stronger. As a saying, right? And he gets stronger and he gets stronger, and then he gets to Dragon Ball, and then suddenly gets stronger. He becomes a Super Saiyan, and then he becomes Super Saiyan two, and then becomes Super Saiyan three. You know what I mean? All those. And then here's what com- here's what time compression does. Time compression says, I'm going to take all of this strength, right, and I'm going to pick each one of those steps. And instead of taking time to get to each of those things, I'm going to eliminate all the space in between there, and I'm going to put all those into one space, and I will exist right there where every where all of my power exists. And so I'm always Super Saiyan three, no matter what. I mean, technically now, if you're compressing time, now it's like Dragon Ball. It's like uh, Super Saiyan God Blue Ultimate Instinct, I think, or something like Ultra that. Instinct. Ultra Instinct. Ultra Instinct. And it, I mean, I mean, realistically, Super Saiyan four is probably more powerful, but you know. Wow. <laughs> Boo. No Dragon Ball GT references. Anyways. I know you like Dragon Ball GT. I'm not, I did. not, I I'm not the big it. fan. I, I thought it was good, but it's, it's, I'm not. It's a nice what if story. Oh, a 64 episode what if story. Ah, it's great. Sure. You I, you do this all the time. Um, anyways. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's kind of like that. It's kind of that idea. Um, and uh, I think. I, I'm going to interject for one yeah. second. I actually do like this one in this instance, though. Do like what? Well, like when I played Devil's Advocate, I actually do like this one in this instance. Yeah. So anyway, um, and then, uh, so I I I kind of like the idea that, like I said, it's it's a, uh, 
personifying time or giving time the ta- tangibleness, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then you brought in here Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, uh, I just thought it'd be fun to try to figure out what the heck's going on with Kingdom Hearts time travel. Uh, well, I mean, Kingdom Hearts time travel deals more or less with uh, kind of the the idea that I mean, it's, if you were to travel back in time. You still exist where you were, but you also exist in the other place, and in the other place, you still exist there as well. So it's almost like this idea that if you keep on traveling, then you're like splitting yourself up. And then if you put all those together eventually, then you become the ultimate you. But all of these yous are used with different knowledge of different things. And if you, I mean, really. You're actually describing it pretty well. I, uh, yes, it's, it is so con- convoluted. Yeah, but, um, but the way they do it, it's uh, the, the the time compression in this one. They're not exactly like uh, they're not creating time itself as an object. He's actually using himself yeah, as like a vessel for time, well, and his, then splitting himself. His out. self is time compressed. Everything else around him isn't time compressed, but he's right. time compressed. But he, like I say, he's like a vessel yeah. for for what he can like his self to exist in other places. But then he starts splitting up to. To manipulate the things to well, get him back to the point to well, to the as if so. If it's like my version of myself in night or let's say nineteen ninety nine self mm-hmm. can exist in uh, eighty, eighty one, eighty two, eighty three, and so and on. still relay the knowledge from all of those to one being. Yeah, that I mean that is a form of time compression because what you're doing is you're compressing the amount of time between times mm. into one thing. Or if you can think or you, you can even think about time travel as this. Say, for instance, you exist, like you said, one time every year, right? Mm. And think about drawing a line but, b- between each of those bubbles to all the other ones, which means yeah. that you are communicating with each one of those times, which means that in this line, you can communicate backwards and forward, which means that in your 1999 self, your 1999 self has all the knowledge of your 2019 self. Mm-hmm. 19, 2019 also goes back that that way as well. So knowing all these things, you're actually able to do the things that you would you would be able to do in 1999 with the knowledge from 2019. And in turn, 2000, uh, 1999 would have the time to build up more knowledge to give to 2019 to in turn give back to 1999. So it ki- you you are effectively compressing the amount of things that you can do into one time, which is 1999, which is the basis of when you started compressing the time. And he still can't win. Still can't do it. What a loser. Why? Because it creates a paradox. Mm. Eventually, things have to happen after 2019. Well, and I, those are the things you don't know. Yeah. Well, I also... Well... I mean, and the consequences of your actions are still it's because you're basing all of this on all of your knowledge here. Right. But you don't have the knowledge of what other people know about you or what other people well, can end, gain outside. I, of. I feel like they almost did like a time war there, too, though. At yeah. Some point. Even though like Sora, of course, never knows what the heck he's doing. He just can do it. He just doesn't. Yeah. yeah. That was that was fun. I hope I hope that gave a, a a relatively easy way to understand that. Um, it did, like I said, it's it, it's like the it's yeah. one of it's it's a, one of those things where I like I said I don't really like time travel a whole bunch because it it does lend to conversations that are really hard to understand mm-hmm. and even with diagrams, it's one a lot of time travel deals with diagrams that would just have lines drawn over lines drawn over lines drawn over yeah. lines. But and then it, there's 
there's a level with Kingdom Hearts 3 or Kingdom Hearts in general where, where like the dude just loves the number 13 so because realistically he'd have infinite numbers of himself right he's just like ah, 13's a good number right so right. well I guess I guess it does fit thematically because like prophecy says the 13 hearts of darkness and yeah. seven of light and da 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 that's I fun stuff there, I guess there is that part yeah fun stuff okay wow so we're almost done, but we got a couple first, more. Huh? What? Oh. Oh, but first what? Go, continue, man. Oh, well first we're going to we're going to talk about uh the rest of the paradoxes. Otherwise we're we're almost done. Okay. How about how about this? How about this? Okay. How about we take a break? Okay. And then we come back and talk about the okay. rest of the paradoxes. So, uh welcome back. Um Does anybody know a song about grandfathers? <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't find one, so well, actually, we didn't really Google. We just couldn't think of one, so. Yeah. And I mean, we could have used your Google on your phone because apparently that's the a gooks. thing. <laughs> the googs. Anyway, um, it does sound yeah, like but it's almost it's like a, it's just a shortening of Google with an S. <laughs> if you want to know why we're looking for a song about grandfathers, um, we're going to talk about the grandfather paradox. So essentially, and it's pretty self-explanatory. So, can you guess what the grandfather paradox is? Your grandfather goes back in time and meets his grandchild and tries to change things, or no? Uh, a for effort. Uh, so you can't go back in time and kill your grandfather. I feel like that was condescending, oh. but continue. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go back in time and kill your grandfather and any of your ancestors because you wouldn't exist. And you also wouldn't be able to go back in time and, do, and off said ancestor. Eh, I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I kind of <laughs> figured once I said it, you were like, oh, duh. <laughs> and uh, and actually, the first thing I thought of, and I think I talked about this first season, but uh, the, the Legends of Tomorrow, they use a, <laughs> I told you I was going to talk about it. Uh, I know. I saw that. I was, I was dreading it. <laughs> Uh, they had a grandfather paradox, and they, the way they handled it was pretty comical. Because uh, Constantine, um, he's all drunk, and he's seeing his—he's talking to his dad, and he hates his dad. And he actually like tries kicking his dad in the junk, so that he'll never be born. In the family jewels. In the family jewels. But then every time he tries doing something, uh, he actually ends up hurting himself instead. And then, of course, the character is just kind of sitting there just watching him do this. And then she's finally like, you know, you can't do that, right? And then she explains the grandfather paradox. That's adorable. It is adorable. I love that show. I forgot. I was going to say Constantine. Why wouldn't he know that? Because I, I was thinking about uh, Rip Hunter. Yeah. And I was it's, like, he definitely should know that. It's it's uh, it's, uh Legend of Tomorrow isn't even it doesn't even I don't even think it's a superhero show anymore. It's. It's more of a comedy show, and it actually—it's like the Magic School Bus. It reminds me of the show Community, actually. Like the really? humor, is, yeah, the humor is actually really similar. Because hmm. I mean, it's, I feel like you just want me to watch it, and you know, well, I like community, community has well, Community has like kind of ridiculous premises. It's almost like a very much so close to like a South Park, you know, and that's really is what Legends of Tomorrow is kind of turned into. And okay. I didn't—I didn't remember the last episode they actually used their powers, which is weird. Because it's technically a superhero show. Wow. And uh, actually, it was really interesting because uh, Sarah Lance was actually on Arrow this week. And she's developed such a presence 
uh, from Legends of Tomorrow that when she went on Arrow, like she felt like the main character, and then all the other characters kind of felt like you know like below her or whatever. Mm. Anyway, moving on. Yep. Uh, show, <laughs> a couple movies that really that did use the grandfather paradox uh, was actually well, one of them was Looper. I love that movie. It's and so the premise of that is his older self is it younger older self is going back in time to off himself because their job is actually to go back in time and off people and then finally um essentially he's trying to close his own loop Mm -hmm. which they well they have kind of like a time they have like a like a like a time bureau or whatever that that that. deals with those kinds of things because they were they were offing a lot of people Mm -hmm. that's kind of their job but then it got to a point where oh you have to off yourself because you're going to do something that's going to mess with way too many things. But in the end, even though he offed himself, he still ended up tr- being able to like trickle influence into the into the timeline to save the some kid or whatever. Wait, wait, I always forget. It, was it was it um, his young self that had to go kill his old self, or was it the other way around? Um, his young self that had to go kill his younger self, I think, and because his old self aka bruce willis yeah was actually like had the knowledge and i think the bruce willis is what was doing things and so he had to go back and kill uh joseph gordon levitt gordon levitt had to kill (laughs) the young joseph gordon levitt to prevent the old one from doing the things but i feel like i gotta go back and watch that i'm gonna watch that movie again now but i really i liked that movie movie, yeah Yeah, again it deals with consequences of actions and i think who was the director? Do you remember? I don't I remember. I think it was a bigger one. I, yeah. just... I think it was It was probably based on another property that was just really good. Either way, it's probably... For all well, I know, it's based off a short story or something. We've established but, yeah. that we can ask Google on the podcast. So, Do we want to find out who the director is or what it's based on? Uh, director. Who directed Looper? Looper was directed by Ryan Johnson. <laughs> oh my gosh your favorite director uh, of all yes. time well it makes sense because he, he did a uh, brick with uh jordan Go- joseph gordon levitt that's actually really funny that that just happened and how you like went from being like this is i think he was a really good director and then going Argh. well i <laughs> hey i well okay so i enjoyed looper uh i actually enjoyed brick but i did think that brick was like way 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 too long i didn't watch brick uh i can't remember if loop i thought looper was way too long and he might go out of his way to like explain things but yes i like looper and and i've but it's a time travel movie i feel like those kinds of things you have to explain things yeah you know it's another time travel movie that we have not talked about um that also i believe stars mr bruce willis well let's uh let's before we do that, let me just let's get the last paradox out yeah, of the way. Yeah, might, as well, might okay. as well talk about them. Well, okay, go ahead. No, no, no. Let's get this last paradox okay. out of the way. And then we can There's talk two. about it. There's two more? Okay. Yeah. So, so actually, the bootstrap, the uh, predestination, and grandfather paradoxes are like kind of the original paradoxes. And they are the, they're like the solid like consequences of your actions. Yeah. Kind of thing. And then these next two are, they feel like they've been tacked on later on. Uh, and then one of them is uh, the let's kill Hitler paradox. And essentially, it's saying that Hitler is such a big figure in time that would caught and that it would cause so much change to the world. Yeah, like we might not ever get to the era and that we are now. We might be stuck in that era, um, or that would have lasted too long, or things would have changed and just another dictator would have popped up. Mm-hmm. 
or maybe Hitler was actually the lesser of two evils and had Hitler not taken power or died early on, then like one of his generals would have taken over and actually could have been even more brutal yeah. and then he would have still won the war or like or oh. or it turns out okay and in in that case it's just like the uh, predestination one where um well you accomplished your task but now the the you in the past has no reason to grow up and want to go back in time right so, i mean it's kind of the same thing yeah um and then uh, oh man how do i spell it? say this the polchinski's paradox uh this one actually um so they this one revolves around when they explain it, it revolves around an object so essentially if and they use it they use a billiard billiard ball as an example so if a billiard ball went to a wormhole or a einstein something rather bridge rosenbridge uh goes into a wormhole and then boom tube boom tube <laughs> so okay anyway um it goes into a boom tube and then comes out the other Say one more time boom tube <laughs> okay uh, so the billiard ball goes into the boom tube and comes out the other side of the the boom tube, but then <laughs> sorry, you're just gonna keep on saying boom tube as much as yes, possible. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And uh, so anyway, I have to start over because Will keeps interrupting. Sorry, so I'm sorry, sorry, say, sorry, sorry. I'm gonna have to say boom tube again. Boom so, tube. So uh, the billiard ball goes into the boom tube <laughs> and then <laughs> comes out the other side of the other of the boom tube. And when it comes out the other side of the boom tube, it actually hits its past, past self. Okay. Which would essentially knock it out of the way so that it couldn't go into the, the boom tube. So it's actually like a, a more physical way of describing the, uh, the chaos theory. So when you, leave, when you leave the present to go to the past, to affect the past, it, because of the, like, like you because there's no way to really calculate the time and place that you would exist in yeah. the past you're just knocking everything out of the way to make space for your spot there or your new spot there and everything scatters from there just your existence alone causes time to fall apart or see, go different directions i saw this really cool video explaining chaos theory and what they did was they had uh, all these um well they weren't marbles i don't think marbles are whatever they were there uh there are spears that were that look like marbles but they're metal oh the little ball bearings that'll work um <laughs> that'll do and that'll and they do. randomly and so they pushed they put one on a on the table and then they ran a magnet perpendicular to it mm-hmm. wait what's perpendicular Oh no! Parallel. Parallel. Sorry, uh, ran it parallel to the magnet, and the, and then the magnet attracts the ball. Okay. Which, you, you know, every time you do it, it most likely has basically the same thing happening. But what they did is they put a bunch of a whole bunch of these, what bearings is what you said, mm-hmm. bearings on the table, and they ran this magnet parallel, and it drew those uh, magnets in. But since there's so many variants. Uh, each time they did it, there was a different effect. Yeah, because it could magnetize one that magnetizes another, or it could magnetize one that pushes another one out of the way to be magnetized. Well, we're talking about magnetic fields. Yeah. So, but mag- magnetic fields are predictable, but their effect on other objects are not predictable because you wouldn't be able to do the same thing more than once. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. That was, was super cool for as as from a science dorky perspective. Oh, anyway, 
So getting back to that grandfather paradox, and you're talking about a movie. Another Bruce Willis movie. Can okay, you guess yes. it? Can you guess it? It has to do with a number. Uh, Die Hard. A number. Seven. No. Well, there's no time travel <laughs> on that know, movie. Twelve Monkeys. I know. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that was a good one. I like that one. I, I like that. I like the idea that he's uh, that when he went back, like no matter what, it always turned out to be the thing, mm-hmm. and it was always he existed twice in the same place to, uh, to to propagate the events that would lead to him having to go back to change, which would be a predestination right. paradox. I just thought it was funny because I, when I looked it up, uh, when I I just I saw Bruce Willis's face and I was like. Oh my gosh, he was in another time yeah. travel movie. Well, there's plenty of time travel movies that are probably good movies that I just totally forgot about. I'm sure there is. And if you have any time travel movies that you think we should talk about or that you think are pretty interesting, you can email us at mvgpodcast.gmail.com. So he's, he's, <laughs> he's looking at me when he says it, so I'm like, I already wrote these down. So I anyway, know, sorry, that email address, mvgpodcast.gmail.com. MVG at gmail.com yes for any of our listeners from the south indeed <laughs> for dreammail.com <laughs> wow. um man that was that was a lot of time travel stuff it was a lot of time travel stuff it's it, i mean honestly it's it's a really interesting subject uh it's a little bit it can be a little bit exhausting um it's exhausting for those that are weak in the the brain department, okay. if you will. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, well, we probably will not pull a, a dense theme like this. Well, actually, who knows? I don't remember where our themes are. This will probably actually be the densest theme yeah. that we'll that we'll ever do. And I think we, it was good that we tackled it up front because it is exhausting. Well, I mean, I plan on having a podcast on quantum physics, so. I believe you're doing that on your own <laughs> because kidding. as much as kidding. I actually would love to, to delve into that, I wouldn't want to talk about it. Do you know about quantum ph- physics? Mm-hmm. I just know that it's, it's the study of like really tiny, 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 tiny things and their effect on the world. Yeah. Smaller than and why they actually matter. And and, isn't it? Yeah. Well, anyway. I mean, shoot, they're finding particles that might actually be the reason gravity exists and defining the properties of those particles that cause gravity to be gravity would be helping us to further define how gravity is affected by objects around it or how gravity is, is produced by certain objects and things like <laughs> science man so crazy fun stuff yeah, it's fun stuff fun or stuff something not for, for everyone not yeah not for, this. <laughs> not for everybody um so that's that's freaking time travel, man. Yeah, that's time travel. There's probably a lot more, like you're saying, but I I don't think you know my brain isn't ready for that. <laughs> it's really not. Nah. And I'm sure I'm sure like I'm sure if we like really delved into it, we can get down to like the formulas that are involved and what people think would 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 happen for time travel and all this other stuff. But a lot of these formulas still are would be theories, and they're and they're still dealing with one thing. It, it's never it's a lot of letters over letters divided, divided by, by letters, letters equals letters times letters right sorry i forgot about the times part yeah cosine sine logarithm yeah yeah what other math stuff can i think of um uh sigma uh, oh yeah 
I don't remember. It's been a yeah. while since I've dealt with any of that type of stuff. It's me too. Alpha, um, Omega. Yeah, sure. It's fair, man. Okay. How about, <laughs> on that note, man, like, uh, Let's yeah. Let's just speak Latin the whole time. How about not? Have a whole podcast where we speak Latin. Or not. Using Google Translate. Or not. <laughs> um, <laughs> Final answer. Yeah. On that note, uh, you have anything else you want to say? Uh, I don't know. I always, I feel like I'm talk about it so much we're, we want to make a game we're chill, making a game man. chill away yeah uh give us yeah okay we okay we are in the process of working on a game this podcast is to probably it is to eventually help to fund the initial progress of the game and to help with uh some de- development costs that being said please support us on itunes and spotify subscribe Leave ratings, hopefully five stars. Um, but if anything less, you know, let's be uh, let's be constructive about our criticism, and that um, way we can make it better for you guys to listen to. Let's you know? be realistic. So last season we said, "Don't be a dick." So giving us anything besides a five would be kind of being a dick. So or it wouldn't. Like I said, if it's lower, <laughs> please kidding, please provide whatever. constructive criticism so that we can help, so that you can help us make the podcast better for you. Because we would hate to be wasting your time. I ruined everything. That one's going to give us a zero. Wow. You are it. <laughs> um, zero MVG podcast. More like not very good podcast. God. Anyways, man. I'm giving them inspiration for I, what they yeah, do. I know. Look at you, <laughs> look at you providing inspiration <laughs> for trolls. Um, You're welcome. That's yeah. what we do here. We provide. Yeah. If only the movies were better. Trolls, that is. It was okay. Yeah, they were all right. They're kids' movies. I shouldn't really have an opinion. I like Justin Timberlake and Anna Kendricks. So do I. They're cool. Yeah, they're cool people. That was so random. My goodness. Um. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll I don't see, know why we. we we'll we see like, you on the next one, man. My goodness, this is. This is too someday much. we will learn how to close out a podcast.